You're listening to the PMO Strategies Podcast, where PMO leaders become impact drivers. This is episode 176. Well, hey there, Impact Driver. Welcome to the PMO Strategies Podcast. I am your host, Laura Bernard. Today, we're going to talk about what to do if you're right, but nobody's listening to you. Sometimes you can find yourself in a situation where you know you have the right answer on how to move forward, but no one seems to be listening to your expert advice. I mean, they hired you because you know what you're talking about. And yet, for some reason, people just don't seem to be paying attention. What do you do about this? And how do you make sure that you get your team and your services and your stakeholders moving forward in the right direction when it seems that they just aren't listening, even when you're right? This episode is sponsored by our game-changing system for building, up-leveling, or even rescuing a PMO. You can learn more about how we help organizations make a bigger impact delivering on their strategy and saving time, money, headaches, and resources using our step-by-step approach. Just go to pmostrategies.com forward slash PMO and watch our one hour free training on exactly how to create a game-changing PMO for your organization. That's pmostrategies.com forward slash PMO. Okay, let's dive in. You know that time when you were trying to convince your stakeholders that you knew the best path to move forward with the PMO and you were trying to explain why a service or a capability needed to be put in place and you just felt like they weren't listening, they weren't believing you and you're really struggling to make the case, but you know you're right, right? You might be saying, Laura, that happens to me every single day and I hear you and I believe you and you are right. And none of that matters, not at all. Here's why I say that. You might be thinking, they hired me to do this, so why aren't they listening? And the reason they're not listening is because you're not listening to them. That's right, I'm just gonna cut right to it. Because what happens is that we spend so much time wanting to be understood and appreciated for all of our expertise in this particular area, this particular space. I mean, they hired you to be a PMO leader. Why won't they listen to your advice on how to build or run the PMO? I mean, come on. And the problem is that they're not listening because you're trying so hard to be heard and understood and explain yourself that you're not letting them be heard, understood, or explain themselves. And You're in a service organization. No matter what kind of strategy delivery function you are creating, you are in service to others. And the problem we have is that we spend so much time pushing against this resistance because we know that we are right and nothing we say matters because they aren't going to listen until you've listened to them. So what happens is our desire and our ego to be right, be heard, and understood outweighs our desire to get the results. And so what we have to do to do this right, to do the hard work that you're being asked to do, is take a big step back and look at how might we get to the outcomes we are trying to get to using a different approach. Checking our ego at the door 
and remembering that there is a much bigger goal we are trying to accomplish that will be completely derailed if we cannot figure out how to bring all of our stakeholders with us through the process. Here's an example. Early in my PMO career, like the first time I did it in 1999, I had no idea what I was doing. So I was in a place where I was learning with the organization. I knew the outcomes we wanted to achieve, and I couldn't just Google how to set up a PMO back then and get 8 million results. So I had to actually figure out what we wanted to accomplish. So I did that. I asked a lot of questions. I learned along the way. And then over the years, building and running PMOs in different organizations, I knew what worked, or at least I thought I did. And I would try to convince my business leaders what they needed. And sometimes that went better than other times. You see, at this point, I was thinking, well, I've seen this movie before. I know how it turns out. I could see more clearly the problems that others couldn't see. I was able to target right into those needs. And then I would start explaining to people what we needed to do to fix them without asking a lot of questions. But it was obvious to me. And I remember way back before I was ever even in my first project management role, I had a director that I was working with who would say to me, Laura, you know, the thing with you is you can see the answer before most of us can. And so if you imagine traveling through the alphabet, you're just flying along A, B, C, D. Oh my gosh, you're down at Q. Well, look at that. You've made it to Z. And we're still back up here at G and have no idea how you got to Z. So what he told me to do was take a step back, go back to where they were, and then take them step by step through the process. Not by giving them the solution, but by pausing where they were, asking the right questions to help them discover what I already knew to be true. And this worked like magic but was really hard to do because here I was several years later, a couple of PMOs in, seeing that the answer was so obvious to me as to what was needed and wanting to convince others that my way was the right way so that we could get to the outcomes we were looking for faster. But any time early in that PMO journey that I rushed ahead to the solution or spent a lot of energy letting my ego get in the way, wanting to be right, wanting to be heard, wanting to be understood, wanting to be valued for my unique contributions in the organization, I would get stuck. I would get stuck because I wasn't listening. I was talking. I wasn't spending time taking them on that journey. I was pushing toward the solution because I just wanted to stop the pain I could see them experiencing. It was hurting me to watch them be in so much pain. And so I just wanted to solve it. And all my intentions were great. And yet I was slowing things down because I wasn't positioning them to go on the journey with me. So fast forward many years later. And I'm in my last role running a business transformation function as an executive in an organization. And here I was in a position where they had hired me specifically because I was a PMO expert. They had been recruiting me for a very long time because I was a PMO expert. They had me audit the enterprise PMO for the organization because I was a PMO expert. But anytime I started to use my knowledge to help them see the path forward, I would hit resistance. And I kept thinking to myself, but they hired me for this knowledge. And I know what I'm talking about. I had already started speaking on stages about this and helping other people learn how to do PMO stuff. 
And here I was frustrated because they hired me and were paying a great sum of money for me to be there, but they didn't want to hear anything I had to say about the obvious nature of what we were doing being related to helping an organization deliver on strategy. It was a business transformation group. And I remember my boss, who I was there to replace, so obviously there was a little resistance there, saying, this isn't a PMO and stop using your PMO expertise. Knowing darn well, the C-suite hired me because of that very expertise. So what I found was that the harder I pushed to show them the path forward, as opposed to leading them on the path forward, the harder they resisted everything I brought to them. So here's what I started to do instead. We had brought in some very expensive consultants to tell them how to do exactly what I was there as an expert to tell them to do. And so I started using those consultants to my advantage. You see, I realized that they weren't listening to me, but they were going to listen to these consultants. So instead of me needing to be right, I figured out how to use the voices that they were listening to to support them. So instead of needing to tell them what they needed and needing to feed my ego and get the acknowledgement for being the expert that I was then, I said, okay, consultants, let's talk. I brought them into the fold. I showed them the journey. I helped them figure out how we could navigate the organization to take them on that journey. I told them exactly what to say and how to say it as they walked into talk to the CEO of this big organization. And then we'd walk into those meetings with the CEO and the other C-suite executives, and they would do exactly what I told them to do. They would have the exact conversations that needed to be had. And I had to sit there and listen to them use my ideas to tell the CEO the path forward. And it worked. And <laughs> these consultants got the credit for the ideas that I had, but it worked. And it was still a little bit of a sting, but I had a bigger goal in mind. I wanted to get this organization to the outcomes, not be right. I wanted to win the war, not a single battle. I wanted to get the higher impact solution. And I didn't have to take credit for it for the organization to get the results. Now, those consultants knew darn well who helped them get there. And that's okay because the organization got a lot further, a lot faster, because I stopped holding on to my need to be right and focused instead on what the organization needed to get the results. Now, the other aspect of all of this was all that resistance to the PMO itself. And what I realized in that journey was that there were some preconceived notions about what a PMO was and my boss in particular really struggled with the concept of a PMO and his prior experience was that they weren't that effective. And I can't blame him because a lot of them are big and heavy and bloated and administrative and not really focused on driving major impact and getting to those outcomes. So I realized that if I kept talking to him like it was a PMO, even though it obviously was to me, he wasn't going to hear me. So instead of having to be right, I focused on what he needed to hear to get the results. Now, this isn't manipulating and it's not being dishonest. I just used the language he needed to hear so that he could see the path forward. And instead of focusing on the needs of the organization and the fact 
that what we were doing was providing services and capabilities that were about strategy delivery in a way that was chunked up into projects, et cetera, et cetera. You see where I'm going with this. It was a PMO. I focused on the business impacts he needed to see. I focused on the pain points he wanted to address. I focused on the outcomes we needed to drive instead of the language that was hurting his ability to be a part of the process. And by doing that, by reframing and meeting him where he was and meeting other stakeholders where they were on this journey and not trying to be right, but staying laser focused on the future state that I was hoping to create with them, I made so much more progress. And I see this with our clients and our students all the time. Anytime one of our students is in a position where they just know what the organization needs, so they're so focused on convincing people and making the sale that they forget that nobody cares until they have been understood and been heard and had a voice in the process. We are always telling our students to give them what they want before you give them what they need. And this is a part of that. In order to give them what they want, in order for them to come on this journey with you, in order for them to listen, you are going to have to check your ego, let go of the need to be right so that you can embrace the value of winning. I'm going to say that one more time in case you're multitasking. You must let go of the need to be right so that you can win, so that you can get those big results. Because the more you push on being right, the less credibility you actually have. Credibility is about trust. And trust is all about feeling safe. And feeling safe is all about feeling understood. And feeling understood is all about you not talking, not convincing, not selling, but listening. The very best thing you can do to build credibility is to listen, is to uncover what they want, not what you think they need. Because when you do that, your credibility goes up, they trust you more, and they actually start listening to your advice. So whether you are going into a new organization, trying to start up something new, or finding yourself constantly hitting a wall because you cannot convince your stakeholders that what they need most is what you're trying to help them do, instead, just focus on meeting them where they are, hearing them loud and clear, really understanding in their own words what their pain points are, and then giving them what they want you will see just how magical the transformation is, just how fast you're able to get and keep that momentum going and position yourself more and more as the trusted advisor that they must have with them by their side to go on this journey of change. Because everything I'm talking about here is all about bringing people with you through the change process. It is the foundational, fundamental difference between those that are successful and those that aren't. They know how to check their ego at the door. They know how to bring people with them through change and they get much bigger results, much better outcomes, and a greater return on investment, or as we call it, impact for the organization. All right, that's it for this episode. I want you to go take exactly what we're talking about here and figure out 
where you need to apply this, where you need to check that ego, where you need to listen more than talk, and where you need to let go of the need to be right so that you can achieve the big results you are destined to make in your organization with us right here by your side, cheering you on every step of the way. Now, don't forget, if you are building, running, or even trying to rescue a PMO or a strategy delivery function, you should learn more about our step-by-step-by-step game-changing process for helping an organization deliver their strategy with the highest possible return on investment as quickly as possible. Just go to pmostrategies.com forward slash PMO. That's pmostrategies.com forward slash PMO. And you can take our free one-hour training to learn how you can make a bigger impact in your organization right away. And if you love what you're hearing, please hit the subscribe button and leave a rating and a review so that others can find us because that's how these podcasts work. If you leave a rating and a review and the more ratings and reviews we have, the easier it is for people to find us so that we can help every PMO leader in the world. Remember, you've got to help us on this journey to have no PMO leader left behind because the industry is changing quickly. Where we're going, we're going quickly. And we want to make sure that we have every high impact driving PMO leader with us on this journey. So have a high impact rest of your day. I'd love to hear what you think about this episode. Hit subscribe, download these episodes so that they are with you no matter where your high impact journey takes you. Bye-bye for now.